Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. It is February. Welcome back to the next installment of the Ancient Architecture series. Today, we're going to be discussing the Ark of the Covenant. I'm really excited about it. I have some pretty interesting research to present to everyone. And um, I just really love this new series and I hope you're enjoying it as well. There are a lot of awesome episodes coming up in the month of February. And there is one bonus episode at the end of the month that's going to be Patreon exclusive because it was pretty explicit. And I just knew it was going to be taken down anyway. So if you are a guest of Room 237, you can look forward to a special exclusive Patreon episode at the end of the month. How's everyone doing? I'm um, working on a few new projects and they're almost ready. It's going to be great. If you are interested in joining Room 237, the link to the Patreon is in the description of this episode, as well as a link to the brand new Cosmic Merch. And uh, if you were ever going to join Room 237, now's the time. A lot of exciting stuff happening over there. But enough of the business, let's go ahead and jump right into the episode. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thank you for joining me for the next installment of our ancient architecture journey. This month, we're going to be discussing the Ark of the Covenant and some really cool stuff. I am going to try to get through this episode without having a freak out. I have decided to quit vaping which is a very unladylike habit that I had. And I'm sure the Satanists would love it if I died from some kind of a vape cancer. And you know what? Fuck them. I'm not going out like that. So I'm on day three of no nicotine. I've tried to use the lozenges, but it's not cutting any ice with me. But this is a very important topic and I will be recording it all the way through without having a meltdown. <laughs> so here we go. It's February, and this month we are discussing the Ark of the Covenant. It is the most highly coveted lost relic of the world, and the most powerful, significant artifact throughout human history. A weapon, if you will, of extraordinary power. But what happened to the Ark of the Covenant? I'm going to take you back in time here. We're going to go to Jerusalem, January 28th, 2011. At approximately 1 a.m. in the sky above the Dome of the Rock, which we covered in our last episode, an extraordinary scene unfolds that is captured on video by hundreds of people. We've all seen it. It's an extraordinary light. And it descends down over the Dome of the Rock. And a huge flash of light 
emits from it, and then boom, with amazing speed, it just jolts back up into the sky, never to be seen again. And as I said, we talked about this sacred site in our last episode, where Solomon built his temple, which was to house what? The Ark of the Covenant. Is it that surprising that they're having quote-unquote UFO activity around this area even as recently as 2011? Again, the Ark of the Covenant, in case you need a refresher, was a golden chest built to house the Ten Commandments. But actually, it was so much more. Is it possible that the Ark of the Covenant is still with us today? I believe so. There are those who believe it is still hidden at the Temple Mount. But this holy relic went missing more than 2,500 years ago, and people have been searching for it ever since. It's considered to be the most sacred and mysterious artifact in ancient Israel. And when does the Ark of the Covenant make its first appearance? If you look into the book of Exodus, after the Israelites were released from Egypt, God summoned Moses to the peak of Mount Sinai, and he gave him two stone tablets carved with the Ten Commandments. He also gave him specific instructions for building the Ark of the Covenant, and it's some really weird measurements. It was supposed to be like something or other cubits high and some whatever cubits wide. But honestly, I don't even know what a cubit is. Speaking plainly, I've heard it was supposed to be a little over four feet long and about two feet wide and two feet deep. That is what I have heard. I could be wrong though. Whatever a cubit is. But it also was to be made out of acacia wood. And it was also to be covered in gold. The top of the ark was to be surmounted by angels, two cherubs with large wings that would face each other, and their wings would cover the top of the ark. And the ark was designed to be carried by poles inserted into four gold rings, two on each side of the container. And it was very important, very, very important that no one touched the ark. It was too powerful, too holy. A person would die if they touched it, or even in some cases looked at it for too long. The lid of the ark is called the mercy seat. Ancient accounts of the Ark of the Covenant claimed that it possessed mysterious powers that aided the Israelites during their journey to the promised land, parting rivers, leveling mountains, destroying armies, etc. But it was also incredibly dangerous to handle the Ark of the Covenant. And you can actually read where several accidents happened, and a priest named uh, Uzziah or something like that touched the Ark, and like an electric shock went through his body and he fell on the ground and he was dead as a doornail as if he got hit by a bolt of lightning. So yeah, it did aid them to get to the promised land, but it was still extremely dangerous even for those handling it. So in the Bible, 
We have multiple stories of people not only dying when they came in contact with the Ark, but some didn't die immediately, but died like a week or two later. And how did they die? They had boils on their skin and their hair fell out. And to me, if we're looking at this in context, that sounds like a sign of what exactly? Could it be like some kind of radioactive poisoning? It's worth noting for sure. This means, though, that we are dealing with technology. In 957 BC, construction was completed on King Solomon's Temple in Jerusalem, built on the same site where the Dome of the Rock stands today, as we discussed before. And it was designed with the primary purpose of housing the Ark of the Covenant. And the Ark would remain there for 350 years and then disappear from the historical record forever. In 586 BC, the Babylonians under King Nebuchadnezzar sacked and destroyed Jerusalem and the Temple of Solomon. It was said that they carried away to Babylon all of the treasures of the Israelites, the treasures of the temple, etc. However, there is no mention in any account that they took away the Ark of the Covenant. So what happened to it? There is a theory that Jeremiah or King Josiah took the Ark and hid it away in a cave. There is another piece of speculation that the Babylonians just took it and they desecrated it. Not likely because it was very valuable. But if they had done that, people would definitely have known about it, right? And they would be all too proud of what they had done for it not to have been more widely known about. It's said that the voice of God was heard directly through the ark. Most people believe that finding the ark will result in an incredible revelation about humanity's ancient past and could also facilitate direct communication with God or the ability to travel between worlds, times, or even dimensions. But I guess the biggest question is, before we even get into the technology aspect of it, does the Ark of the Covenant remain hidden at Temple Mount? This is the biggest question. Some claim the most compelling evidence points to the Ark leaving Jerusalem centuries ago and spirited away by a band of warrior monks. Some believe, though, that there was a holy order of knights, Solomon's knights, that later became known as the Knights Templar. But this is, of course, a very controversial topic. And it was actually under the Pope's commission that the Knights Templar was asked to do excavations at Solomon's Temple. Very curious, and we are going to get into this. What was the Pope exactly looking for? The story goes that the Knights Templar actually discovered 
secret chambers beneath the temple. They claim to have found all sorts of holy relics, and we know they found certain things because they became very, very rich very, very quickly. But legend says that amongst all the things they found was the Ark of the Covenant. And yeah, I'm sure they would love for us to believe that they are in possession of the Ark of the Covenant. However, I do not believe that the Ark was one of the relics found there. And going a little bit further into our story here, on July 4th, 1187, the Knights Templar were forced to leave Jerusalem when Muslim armies took the Holy City. The Templars set sail for Europe, and as it was rumored, they carried with them the holy relics they recovered at Temple Mount, including the Ark of the Covenant, according to them. But that is horseshit. And by the 13th century, according to them, the Knights Templar had set up a new base in France, and that's where we get a lot of the Grail lore from. And I've talked to you already about how the Grail lore is a heap of garbage. And that's where we get a lot of the Merovingian bloodline lore that Gary Wayne has shined a huge spotlight on. It's all deception. But they, again, would love for you to believe that the reason why the Knights Templar, when they arrived in Paris, became so wealthy and so popular was because they had found the Ark of the Covenant. But it was stories and rumors, and sometimes that's all you need to convince people. And they used their new vast wealth to finance the construction of the Chartres Cathedral. I think I'm saying that right. Chartres. It's French, so it's got like R's and shit in it. But let's get, just go with Chartres Cathedral. Which again is a load of horseshit. Because it is blatantly obvious that this cathedral is part of old world architecture. And had absolutely been standing in existence for maybe even thousands of years before the Knights Templar even arrived on the scene. But the victors write the history books, of course, and again, take credit for these amazing works of architecture that they actually had nothing to do with. If you take one look at the Chartres Cathedral, there is no denying that this was construction of a very technologically advanced society. The Templars also claim that they must have found the Ark of the Covenant because it was the inspiration behind the cathedral, which is why the cathedral embodied many principles of sacred geometry, mathematical ideas, and other architectural designs that were completely uncommon for that decade. Give me a break. Are you serious? Going even further, though, the Templars also carved their own shoddy carvings in the stone of them uncovering the Ark of the Covenant. And 
in these carvings, there is a mysterious angel that was gigantic in stature leading them to France <laughs> and depositing the Ark within this cathedral. But that's odd, since they claim they used their wealth from having the Ark to build the cathedral, so the cathedral would not have existed when they brought the Ark back from Israel. So how was it that the angel assisted them and guided them to France and was with them when they deposited the Ark into the cathedral if the cathedral didn't exist yet? They don't want you to think about shit, but let's continue. I mean, it's like, just believe what you're told, right? You get what you get and you don't pitch a fit. That's what they want you to that's what that's how they want you to be now they even went as far as carving in latin in this cathedral in latin they carved here is hidden the ark of the covenant under their little shoddy ass fucking hodgepodge carvings but let me ask you something if you are housing the most coveted relic in all of human history why would you so blatantly announce it to everyone in the dead center view of this cathedral? That seems like some dumbass shit to do if you were trying to hide it. Because again, the inscription says, Here is hidden the Ark of the Covenant. Doesn't seem too hidden, though, if you're announcing it to everyone who walks in. And we're supposed to believe that these people were smart enough to come up with the very delicate architecture and sacred geometry found in this cathedral. My ass. And isn't it odd that the carvings depict the Ark as having fucking wheels on it? And the biblical description of the Ark does not include a description of wheels on it. So if they had discovered it, why is the depiction of the Ark completely wrong? The carvings and paintings found in the cathedral make the Ark of the Covenant look like a golden target shopping buggy. It's easy to say you have something and make people believe it. The problem is, there's no proof, and anyone who has ever tried to look for the Ark of the Covenant within the cathedral come up empty-handed. I wonder why. They don't even have any recollection of where it would have been hidden, because there's nothing to suggest it was actually ever housed there. And this is where we get the Friday the 13th story because on Friday October 13, 1307 King Philip of France with the backing of Pope Clement V ordered the arrest of every Templar in France. King Philip accused the Templars of heresy immorality and worship of demonic idols and spirits huh, take that for what you will but here's some more interesting details on the Ark, get this shit there are descriptions of how the Israelite priests communicated with God through the Ark of the Covenant. 
The high priest was required to wear a special type of breastplate, which had special kinds of gemstones on it, and the high priest would oscillate his voice to create very specific type of sounds, and it would cause the stones to come alive, and the stones on the breastplate would light up and begin to admit rainbow colors. And it's described as light flashing off of the high priest as he is up standing with the Ark of the Covenant. And then the Ark had rainbow lights coming off of it. And they are using these crystals and gemstones and oscillating vibrational frequencies to activate the Ark of the Covenant. Now, to, again, to me, this sounds like technology. And they're describing it as rainbow colors. I imagine it looking something like the Aurora Borealis, which has also been said to be what? God's throne. The Ark of the Covenant is described as God's throne. And now we're getting this connection with different gemstones admitting colors and it's looking like a rainbow and all of this stuff. It's very interesting to think about. But my thing is, I do not believe something as magnificent and something that's referred to as the Holy of Holies would have ever ended up in a secret society whose grand master was Jacques de Molay. Ever heard of the de Molay Society? You can ask Walt Disney about it. He was one of their first members. But anyways, anyways, getting back to the Templars, actually. They have this whole thing about before Friday the 13th went down. They smuggled the Ark out of France and they got on ships and set sail to Scotland with the Ark of the Covenant where their good buddy Robert the Bruce, great-great-grandfather of Meghan Markle, you know, the one married to red-headed, Nephilim-blooded dragon royal Harry. Yes, Robert the Bruce helped them out and they put the Ark of the Covenant in Robert's Rosalind Chapel that's got a bunch of demon statues carved into it. And I, among other things, and also infamous from its um, appearance in the Da Vinci Code movies, but I'm just calling bullshit on this. If I wanted to read some fantasy shit like that, I'd just read the Da Vinci Code. You know what I mean? No one knows for certain the actual truth on what happened to the Ark or where its final resting place is. But I would venture to suggest God would have been more likely to remove it from this time and space than have it fall into the hands of Satan-worshipping Sinclair-type Templars. I'm okay with actually not knowing where it is, but some people think it's actually in Africa. There's a lot of very interesting research behind that. I would invite you to go ahead and do your own research digging into that. It's definitely worth the time, but I will tell you this. 
The elites have done a piss poor job rewriting history and when you look at it with new eyes, you see how brainwashed everyone really is. It's okay to say I don't have the answers to everything, but I definitely know what I'm being lied to. I may not have a definitive answer, but I know the one they're providing is not it. It's like, let's put it into perspective with kind of like how they did COVID. They're like, oh my gosh, COVID is really dangerous. Aren't you scared of it? We don't know what it is. And I'm like, all right, sure. I don't know what COVID is, but I did get it already. And I lived through it and it wasn't that bad. I may not know what COVID is, but I'm not that scared of it. They're like, no, 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 no. Shouldn't you shoot yourself up with poison to protect yourself from COVID? And it's okay to say, you know what? I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what COVID is. I don't know if I'll get it again. But the answer is definitely not shooting yourself up with poison several times. I don't have to have a definitive answer to know that the one they're providing isn't the right one. But, I mean, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. We will continue our journey next month. In the meantime, do some research on the ARC and let me know where you think it is and what do you think really happened. This is just a little taste test. I want to dive a little further into the ARC and some other ancient architecture maybe next month. Or I might do it with a guest or something and see what their thoughts and feelings on it are. Thank you so, so much for listening. We got some amazing episodes coming up in February. I cannot wait to release them. I know you're going to love them. But until next time, thank you so much. And I will catch you on the next one.